What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm gonna go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, Mimi Shoneman, your host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show, licensed realtor, and today, uh, music DJ, because she's got a playlist for us that our good friend producer Sonny's gonna find. What's up, Mimi? Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're ready. Yeah, Miss Shannon just laid me out I up here. Did not. <laughs> All I did was say, here's what happened, everybody she's- who's listening. And I'm gonna uh, introduce our good friend Shelly Ferris from Caliber Home Loans as well. Shelly, Shelly, give everybody your NMLS number before we go right. and take a ride. Yes. A right, because right. we're going to. So. Here we go. Yeah, so um, mine is 367-826 and Caliber Home Loans, 15622. We encourage everybody to call and be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The number is 651-641-1071. Even if you have a song request, we don't normally do that, but we'll see what you do because <laughs> Mimi brought up some songs <laughs> that I am not saying are bad songs. They're great songs. I was just saying that producer songs is a little younger than we are and may not know what those songs are. So, so I'm going to just said, Let's give her some time to so, find them. So she walks in and I said, here's some songs. And she goes, she, what'd you say? I said, yeah. let me let me give her this sheet because she might need a little bit of time to no, find them. No, no, she, she says, I think she, you said I'm younger than you. I believe it's exactly what you said. I said, she's younger than oh, Julia. Uh-huh. Okay, whatever. I mean, I am younger than you, but not enough that I don't understand your music. Okay. I'm not that much younger Fine. than you are. I just want to see your moves when they come on. Let's okay. see what you got. Okay. Okay. I can do. I can uh-huh. do. I can disco tech if we need to. <laughs> we can do that. Yes. We'll put them up. What we'll do is we'll live stream them on that Instagram. Thing? What are you doing? The sprinkler? <laughs> that, so the, the ones the on... The pulling a rope? That's, that's the tug what, of war? Yeah, is that what you yeah, call yeah. it? That your tug of war? I had a girlfriend in college that used to do that, and then we called it the mouse. I don't know why. The it mouse. didn't look like a mouse, no, but that's what we funny. called it. It was no. pretty hilarious. <laughs> Shelly, were you much of a, a discotheque lady back in college? Oh, no. I'll say no, but my friends may say yes. Okay. <laughs> so you're like on occasion. You occasionally yes, exactly. discotheque. Yes. All right, that there, works. There may be photos. If anyone wants to share some discotheque <laughs> <laughs> stories... So we'll talk about lots of things yes. you know, here. We're uh, all about on the Red real, Hot estate. real estate show and music. You know, you know and the thing is, um, you know, we were just uh, talking about this. If anybody listened to the previous show that I do, I also host the Health and Wealth Show. So we had our financial advisor, um, Ann and Carla from Clear Step Financial, and we talk about overall uh, the 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 health of your finances. Your finances is a lot of what we cover there. And one of the things she mentioned was she was talking about, yes, if you've been holding out buying a house, go ahead. You know, you should go ahead and do it now. Things are not necessarily going to crash like has happened before. And that's what uh, you have both said, both Shelly and Mimi, on numerous occasions. We are not hearing from our experts right. uh, that there's a bubble. Mm-hmm. That is not the problem. Um, I've got this really great graphic. And if anybody has any interest in it, all you have to do is message me and I can send you it. But mm-hmm. it's, it's a graphic from Keeping Current Matters, which is also a source that we uh, use on a regular basis for up uh, current information, uh, statistics, things like that that's going on in the market. And they source that from a variety of different places. Uh, but they've got a graph that's so fascinating that says homes built in the United States by decade. Okay. And that's in the millions. All right. Okay. So we start out in the 1930s when there was 54 million homes built in the United States. Right. That was between 1930 and 1939. And then it ever so gently bumps up in 1940 to 49 to 9.6. And then from 1950 
all the way up to like 19, well, 2009. We're talking about 1950 to 2009. It hovered in the 20 millions. Okay. Um, so in 2009, we had 27.1 million homes. Okay. And then from 2010 to 2019, which is the reason that we're in the pickle that we are, mm-hmm. or a good portion of it, is that we only had 5.8 wow. million homes built in that in this last decade. And so we compare right now to the 30s. Right. So what was happening in the 30s? They were just fixing to come out of the Depression. Mm-hmm. So what did we just come out of? We came out of a really horrible recession. Right. Coupled with the pandemic Mm -hmm. and coupled with right now, exorbitant prices for building supplies. Right. The builders, they went away largely in part. So many of them foreclosed and went bankrupt and then uh, took other jobs. Mm -hmm. The skilled labor that was doing the trades. Doing something else. Doing something else. Um, and then all of a sudden the need is back and they, they can't find those skilled laborers and they've got to be trained and you've got to find them and bring them on. And then that coupled with the prices of, of lumber right. and all the other supplies, you know, I'm even talking to lots of different uh, businesses where they're saying that they, they're limited to a certain number of products that they can buy to sell to their own clients. And I heard, I read an article that was talking about how shipping times were so much longer now for multiple reasons. So even some of these things that you would want, they'll be on back order for a longer period of time than what we're accustomed to. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And builders, what would normally take between five and six months to go from the ground all the way to you moving in, that's going nine months plus. Okay. Um, and happy to get it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not because they don't want to sell you a house. They're digging and building as fast as they possibly can. And in addition to that, the prices of land. Right. You know, especially the closer to the city that you get. And in this state of Minneapolis or, or Minnesota, land is very expensive here. And so you will have to go out a little bit further in order to get value. Right. Um, so it's all about uh, conveniences mm-hmm. packaged in close to the city. And then as you as you spread out, you get some openings for value. Um, now, we are also seeing that people have decided because they can work from home, they can do what they want uh, remotely. They are moving. We're seeing people transition right now to where they ultimately want to be. Right. So if you've got grandkids up in Washington State and you're crying every weekend because you can't see them, you got to do the FaceTime, that's just not happening. They don't like it. Want to see them, want to hold them. People are moving. Right. If your job, if you can do it from anywhere and you like the beach, guess what? You're going renting an Airbnb, figuring out where you like on the beach, right. and then you're buying a house on the beach. Correct, Shelley? Absolutely. Seeing it all the time. A lot of turnover. Yeah. And farms, mini farms and large farms. People are really looking to buy those types of properties. Get out there, get closer to nature, generate your own food, mm-hmm. um, just have a more peaceful, calming lifestyle. Right. So. That's some of the trends that we're seeing right now. So, Miss Shelley Ferris, we heard on the grapevine that mm-hmm. uh, interest rates might have gone a little down last week. They did go down a little bit last week. So, um, you know, so so much volatility in the market, so much. And so how do we predict what's going to happen? Well, no one can really. No one has their finger on the pulse on a 
week-to-week monitor, but in a general trend monitor, and we've been told rates are on the climb. Well, <laughs> then those J&J vaccines got yanked. And so all of a sudden the market went, oh, you mean we're not out of the pandemic yet? <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> and the bond slipped back a little bit, and that gave us a little bit of a, a reduction in interest rates. I locked a loan last week at 2.99, so back in the wow. twos. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's so funny for me to even talk about, yeah, they're up, they're at three and a quarter. What is that? I mean, <laughs> it's crazy talk is what it is, but it's still, we're not used to hearing that. We're not used to hearing stuff in the threes. I remember when you say that, because I remember when I bought my townhouse back in 2006, it was at seven. Dang, or something, right? and, and you were like, happy to have exactly. It. <laughs> I was like, "That's really good." Yeah. Like my mom was all excited for okay. me. Like, yeah. "Oh, it's seven, right?" Two thousand six. That is about the time that I moved here. Okay, and properties were appreciating. We have another handy dandy little okay. statistic here: annual home price appreciation. Mm-hmm. In two thousand five, homes were appreciating up to eleven point four percent. This is nationwide. Okay. And then in 2017, it jumped back down to about 6.4, which is somewhat normal. And now in 2000 or 2020, we're seeing it hop back up to 9.2. So we're very close okay. right now in appreciation rates to what it was in 2005 when I moved here. And when my realtor looked at me and, and like I had craziness all written all over my face <laughs> when I said, but I want to offer less on my house. Like, that is <laughs> not says, how it works right now. In a hot minute, that house will be gone. <laughs> you don't have the luxury of making that decision. So no. <laughs> so, um, and then it's so fascinating because not long after I moved here, I got my real estate license mm-hmm. in the in the deep pit of the the recession right, right when it was happening. Uh, that's how I got to cut my teeth on mm-hmm. foreclosures and short sales. Right. And you know, it's just really remarkable, isn't it? When you look back over and it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but gosh, it's 15 years. I know it. And it's been like a roller coaster. Right. And especially I've never seen anything like it. And everybody can agree this last year. You know, we talk about when we're meeting with folks to talk about how to price a house. Man, mm-hmm. oh, that has gotten tough. Right. When you, Be- when you go to list. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't compare even a full six months anymore to what, because that was 2020. Might as well have been 2010. Right. Uh, because the relevancy is not there. Exactly. And we're also hearing, and you can chime in on this too, Shelley, that a lot of these appraisers are going out and they're like appraising it not to current. And so we're seeing a lot of appraisals come in lower than what we, what the asking price is, or or, we're seeing it that, but also the offer price. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, Ms. Shannon, right. If you're like looking at 10 to 15% over asking or more, right. And we're looking at comps that are maybe 90 days. That's Mm -hmm. probably, you know, what if there's nothing that's like you in mm-hmm. the last 90 days? Well, and it, we're coming off a of winter in the right. last 90 days. So there just aren't the comps there yet to support. And that's why we're seeing the... the exactly. Yeah. Right. And, and so it's even uh, uh, taking a difficult situation and making it even worse because the appraiser's coming out and then you, as a real estate agent, have to come back and go, Can is that something that we can appeal? And if we appeal it, is it Mimi, do you do that? Or do Shelly, do you do that as the loan officer? Well, she's got an arm's length thing that's going on. Okay, that's why I'm glad we're going to cover that today, because I'm not sure. I talk to you both all the time, and I'm still like, okay, how do we super distinguish for our listeners what the realtor, the what your, your realtor will do and what your loan officer does? So, mm-hmm. you know, 
in the hierarchy of things, uh, appraisers are very high esteem. Right. And they do a lot of due diligence in their work. Their work is very difficult. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't want to be an appraiser, to be honest with you. Um, But they still look at the same data that we look at. Mm -hmm. And so that's why when you're pricing the house, you want to make sure that you put it on the market where you have comps that support that number. And then whatever happens for a willing, able, ready buyer, what they're willing to do, that's that's on them. Okay. You know, as long as they know and their real estate professional is saying this is what the comps are showing. And mm-hmm. so you know you're going above and over. And that's why the sellers are asking for appraisal gap. Okay. When you're making really big offers over asking price, they want to say, okay, that's great. We'll, we would love to entertain that offer. What happens if the appraisal comes in low? Okay. So let's give some more information on that and also remind people what it is that each of you do. I don't think we've had that conversation in a while, right? And we're going to say, to Ms. Sh- part of the show, we're going to say, is your loan officer smarter than your app? Yeah. All right. Perfect. <laughs> Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm in Shannon here with Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results and also Shelly Ferris from Caliber Home Loans. I'm just going to say right now that was not my pick. <laughs> no, it was In case you're listening no, and not. you're waiting for something really great. Yeah. No, that was. Mimi wasn't did not it. pick Ariana Grande. No, no. we'll get not, to that. I'm not hating on Ariana, but <laughs> that was just not my jam. Uh, anyway. So, Sonny, help us out, woman. Um, anyway, um, we got such a great group here. We could just talk about anything, right? right? That's what feels yeah. like coffee. We talk. are professionals in the Sonny's real estate like, world. I will find. Yes, I will dust my crate off and find those songs. Yeah, she I know like, that song. Oh, oh good. good. I know. Well, call me. Okay, and we're good. all gonna sing it. Okay. Can I play? Here's my number. Can I play? Play it now. Play, it, girl. Play it. Here we go. We're going to have some fun. <laughs> yeah. I know this song. <laughs> yeah, this is Mama's song. I know this song. See? The everybody Mama's get your, song. Everybody get your roller skates out. <laughs> roller skates? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody working up to the, if you come out to the, the dance floor, roller skates will work. This would be the song that they'd be like, everybody this is, is back. This is the backwards skate. skate song. This yeah. is the backwards skate song. Everybody backwards skate. <laughs> I would have to sit out on that. I can't backwards skate. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, right. too much fun for a Sunday morning. <laughs> Mimi's ready now. She got extra fly. We should do epic lip sync battle here on the Red Hot Real Estate oh, Show. That's what we'll do. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> so funny i like it because i maybe i thought of you yesterday because yesterday was the kentucky derby oh, yeah so i thought of you as well Same. so whenever i think of that i'm like i think of maybe and i think in my head and i know that you're not because you're you're my friend but in my head you're a little more country than you are oh i know <laughs> she just sighed like i am not country <laughs> I know. well i am okay but, you know in a citified kind of way okay fair <laughs> yeah. enough fair enough yeah. fair enough yes. you're a hip country girl well whatever <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. We'll have some more jams that you uh, put on your list. There you go. I love that song. Yes. Uh That was a great song. It's a great song. Nobody was disputing on me. No, I am not. You Mm -hmm. have not. You've met Rip. You've (laughs) you've seen me rip on people. That is not ripping. Speaking on the Derby. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. 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 Well, that's not, that wasn't your Bob Baffert, your man. You yeah. cannot go against him. Seven time winner. <laughs> right? Honestly. Right? Honestly. And he, yes. odds were good. Yeah, knows. Mm-hmm. Odd, odds yeah. were really good on that horse. Mm-hmm. So I wish I had some money on it. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Well done. We'll see. Scott, well, we'll see if we go. Do you, uh, uh, are you triple crowning? Mm. All right. We'll Maybe. see how it goes. Yeah. All right. We'll All follow right. it. All right. All right. Miss Shelley. So yes. in all seriousness, so Miss Shelley here is a professional loan officer mm-hmm. with how many years of experience? I'll let you tell. Almost 30 years. Okay. Which yes. means that you know a thing or two. I've mm-hmm. been around the block. Okay. So, all these things we talked about in the past. Yep. I wrote all of them. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. To make a Kentucky Derby. There right. you go. <laughs> Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yes. See, I love it. All right. So we know we were talking and having some fun uh, about like all the folks that would come in and say, but my app said. Yes. Mm. But my app said this. Mm-hmm. And. You got a funny story about a, a credit score of what six fourteen or something. Let's yeah. hear that story and kick <laughs> oh, this off. May God bless and keep her. Okay, so she, uh, uh, I met her in the winter and mm-hmm. we pulled her credit and we got her pre-approved and she had a credit score that was good enough to buy a house, right? Above six twenty, um, but not good enough to do conventional. But she could do FHA and that's still a good loan. There's nothing wrong with FHA. It's just right. that sellers don't really like to take FHA offers right now. But right. another another topic. So she was pre-approved with the intent that we were going to work on her credit. She wasn't going to buy until April anyway. So we we're working on that credit. So I gave her her list of things to do, ran her credit report through the simulator. It laid it all out for us. Do this, right. do this, do this, do this. And then uh, she was ready to write an offer and her credit report had expired, but we had told her what to do. So we repulled the credit and her credit score went down. Oh, no. Arg. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there are different levels of FHA type uh, loans. Mm-hmm. So uh, above 620 is your regular old FHA. If you have a credit score of above 620, you can get a regular old FHA loan, regular old interest rates, regular old closing costs. You can also get an FHA loan between uh, credit scores of 580 and 619. Not all lenders do them, but we do. Okay. And I've traveled that uh, that water before. So we so okay, we are still approved, but now we can't do a gift. Right. My grandpa was going to do a gift before. Oh. Now we can't ignore the big, large collection that is on her credit report mm-hmm. because we have to deal with it. We got to assign some kind of a payment to it, and it changes out everything. And right. So I had this conversation with her, and I said, "Why? Why? 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 Why did you close this account? Close this account? You paid off your car. We didn't talk about any of these things. Well, my app told me to do it. Oh, my app told me it would help. My app told me it would increase my credit score. Did it say?" when right <laughs> Did it say why <laughs> i have that app and the whole because i have a similar app and it is different from when i talk to you Shelley, Honestly. because it says things and, and the thing i want to say as someone who does not get paid for doing anything to do with housing or mortgages i'll say that my money comes from telling jokes so <laughs> The go. thing, though, that you read if when you look at your app is your app tells you like one, it's long term strategy, but there's also partners in the app where it'll say, hey, are you paying too much money in your credit card? You should close that out and go with this other credit card right. because they have a deal with this other credit card or there's something else. So there's there's other reasons that they're not terrible for you decisions, but they just have a different motivation in a lot of these apps, you know, or it's to use a different product that may make sense. And again, May long term right. be better, be good for you, but it's not necessarily going to, you know, it's 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 scenarios where it goes. This could 
but it's presented as a this will. Right. You know, because I see that in my app all the time. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And these are sponsors, y'all. They're right. paying for those ads. Right. So it's it's to the point anymore where you don't know who to turn to and you don't know who to trust. Right. And I'm going to tell you, if I can't talk to you, if I can't talk to you when I need to, I'm going to pick the phone up and, and I'm going to get like whatever. Uh that doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that people don't like to talk anymore, and pretty soon we won't even have lips. <laughs> but okay, we'll have two sets of thumbs on each hand. But our fingers will be great. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Lots of good good profit there for nail care. Right. Um, anyway, talk to somebody, a human mm-hmm. that lives in this area, right? Twin Cities that you that has been doing it for thirty years, right? That just doesn't have AI yes. going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, exactly. Give me a call. Let me help you specifically to you, specifically to your timeline, to what your goal is, to what your payment goal is. The whole shebang. We cover it all. What did that cost them? Let's talk about that when we come back from the break. Right. We're also going to give you some other great tips on uh, the differences on why somebody like Shelly Ferris is better than an app. You can also be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. We encourage you to call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon here with Shelly Ferris from Caliber Home Loans and also Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results and the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Just reminding you out there, I think, you know, a lot of stuff is that I know that, you know, I'm a fun person. If I sound like a buzzkill, I'm not. I'm just trying to tell people, like, <laughs> reality for doing this whole thing. Because you can get these things done. Like, if you were going, I can never buy a house, we don't want you to feel that way. You really can. You can qualify for these things. But sometimes it does take some work, just like anything else in life. But, it, you know, sometimes when somebody makes it look so easy, it's like, oh, well, that didn't take any work at all. Right. But you don't see all the cobblers behind making right. the shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the same for both mortgage mm-hmm. and real estate. You don't see what we don't want you to see all right. of the commotion going on. Right. We just want you to buy a house, be happy with the house and close on it and celebrate. Right. Exactly. That's, that's all we want you to deal with right so Shelly you know until you're in the mortgage business you may not even know that there's such a profession as a processor right Right. and so what do they do let's talk about what they do and how the relationship is with you so that's um my my boss always calls that the sausage making the sausage grinding you don't want to show anybody (laughs) that part you just want to eat the sausage (laughs) Mm -hmm. so um yeah so the processor they are part of my team and they are I rely heavily on them so in my business and at Caliber Home Loans we have a unique process where I gather your information, I make sure everything's good, I plunk you in the system, I hit the DU, the desktop underwriting, we get that approval, I I order your disclosures, you sign all the disclosure documents, and then you go directly into the underwriting queue. The processor doesn't even see you yet. You go directly there. And the reason for that is we want to know the underwriter's opinion of our file. We don't really want to interject the processor's opinion at this point. We want the underwriter to do that. And I will say that that is very unusual and unique um, for it to go from the loan officer directly to the underwriter. You just don't see that very often, do you? You don't. There aren't. I've worked for a lot of different companies in the Twin Cities, and we are one of the few that do it that way. And I think it is the most successful because okay. we're not second guessing. What's the underwriter going to think about right. this? What's the underwriter going to think about that? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! And then my they gosh. bounce it back, and exactly. you're like, "But I thought I already did all that." Exactly. Okay. So, so then the underwriter does their thing. They approve your loan. Of course, they approve your loan. They approve your loan, and they give us what's called 
conditions that like uh, you're approved as long as you can provide these 27 things. Okay, so <laughs> that is a term that unless you're in the business or unless you're actually in a transaction, what is a condition? I, th- that never made sense to me. It's like, what are you talking about? Right. Give a couple of examples of conditions. Sure. Okay, so um, it's, a, it's a conditional approval. Like I say, 98% of loans that come out are that. And they're saying you're approved as long as you can provide a letter of explanation for this address that you lived at two years ago. Was it a rental? Did you live with somebody else? You're approved as long as you can provide this condition. I need the terms and conditions of withdrawal for your 401k because we need to see how much you would be hit for should you take that money out of investment and be using it towards your transaction. You're going to use it as reserves in this example, but they need to see these terms and conditions of withdrawal. Even if you're not using the 401k, we need to see that kind of thing. Uh, Maybe you need an updated bank statement because we only have one in there and they want two. Maybe they want to see, ask you, what was that deposit for? Maybe you're in a, in a program where there's income limitations and you've got several $30 deposits in your account and they're wondering, is there another job we don't know about? There's limits here. Those are the things that an underwriter conditions. Right. And I will say that if you're in the middle of a transaction, Make sure when they give you the condition that you hop on it, um, that you don't wait and think that that's something that you can put off because they've got to clear the condition and it's got to go back to the underwriter. Mm -hmm. So let's now the underwriter has given you the file back and Mm -hmm. you give it to your processor. What does that person do? So now she goes through the conditions. She looks and determines, okay, first of all, she's she's kind of the bellwether for the underwriter. She'll fight with them. Like, I don't fight with them, but she will. <laughs> She'll put on the dukes and you don't need that because of this, 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 this. Or, oh, we've already covered that because of this, 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 this. She'll, she'll get rid of some conditions. And then there are things that she has to provide. Uh, verifications, uh, verification of job, verification of credit. There's uh, sometimes there's credit supplements that have to be uh, ordered that shows what your new balance is on that credit card. Those are the things that the processor does. And then she also will reach out to the borrower and say, okay, these are your conditions, Mr. Borrower, that you need to provide. And she usually puts them in layman's terms so that you can understand what it is that she's looking for. And then you send those back to her. She reviews them, puts it together with the appraisal and the title work that's come in in the meantime. We send it back to underwriting for a final approval and we close. And so she is the checklist monitor. Right. Um, Very important person. Yeah, she's (laughs) making sure that you haven't missed anything Mm -hmm. and that things are done and crossing them off when they are getting done. And their timing is right. We're going to make it. We need it by this day so that we can, all the other hands that need to touch it are going to make it for closing on time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And very important. And takes a, you know, if you don't have a processor, if you didn't, hypothetically, you, the right. loan officer, would have to do all of those things. That's right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Way too much. And so, <laughs> so love my processor. You are the public facing person for the mortgage. Right. And you're the one that makes sure that originally you collect all of the right information. And it's all of the back, like the, the really tedious detail oriented right. things that you're that are super important to right. the file that you're not doing because you can't do everything. That's right. Right. And they want to have a separation between sales and operations. They okay. some some things they want a processor who reports to operations in a in an organization to have their hands on and not have a salesperson's hands on because, you know, we may be tainted. We might tilt a little bit or whatever. So we need to make sure that there's somebody that's true will 
handle those things. Fair enough. Okay. And so at the very end of the transaction, let's talk about some scenarios that maybe didn't go well. Let's just say that if you had not a good processor, that things might have have gotten tumultuous. Or if you have a client, a buyer, a buyer that maybe didn't really take your advice and do all of the the things that they needed to do to, to clear the conditions. At what point do those things get discovered? Right. So, so I I always say that I like I'm I'm the top of the funnel. I take care of all the top of the funnel stuff, and then you know the the underwriter does their thing. Well, first my assistant Amy mm-hmm. is a saint on earth. I swear to God. <laughs> so Amy gets her hands in it, and then the underwriter gets it, and then the processor gets it, and and sometimes when it comes out of underwriting, the processor gets it. Some of the conditions show that. This loan's going sideways a little okay. bit. What happened here? How come they cut my income? What happened here? Why won't they let me use this asset? What's this documentation requirement that's going to spin us out of control? And then I get back in, involved in the file. And all my years of experience and all my you know uh, knowledge that I've built up over the years helps us either keep on track with this loan or switch it to another loan. And Fair let's enough. move fast, people, because we've got a closing date coming. Okay. So the processor will be also the alerter on the file that, hey, you need to get back involved here where we have some issues that we need to overcome. Yes. And then that's when I come in again. And so let's just give one example of an issue. So uh, I had a client uh, that thought he was a veteran. <clears throat> he was a veteran. He went, he was, uh, 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 you know, served his time or whatever. Forgot that when he got out, uh, this was 20 years ago, that he had signed up for an additional time frame and he couldn't get his eligibility certificate. And so we were plunking along in this loan thinking we were VA eligible, all of a sudden weren't, needed to restructure the whole loan and closed six days late. That's it. Six days late. We had to get a new appraisal. We had to get new title work. We had to get down payment. We had everything all had to happen because he wasn't really eligible for the program we had on in the first place. So, yeah, things like that, you know, 30 years in, you don't think that's going to happen. Guess what? (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, if anybody has any questions about mortgage or real estate, please email us, Mimi at MNRedHotRealEstate.com, or you can also text 651-578-2218, and be sure and mention Ms. Shelly Ferris with Caliber Home Loans. Right, and the best way to call you, Shelly? My cell phone, 612-839. Paying bills on time? Oh, yeah. Not maxing out credit cards? That's what I'm talking about. Learning what credit utilization is? Yes, give yourself credit. You can reach some pretty big goals like home ownership by taking small steps like those to build up your credit. Get started by leveling up your credit knowledge at FannieMae.com slash credit education. That's FannieMae.com slash credit education. Home ownership, here you come. Hey.